Welcome to the audio podcast of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, the show where you can talk face-to-face with your favorite MLB players and personalities. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another round of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. I am JB, and the man in the other part of the cage, the AJ Ramos. That's right. If you follow him on Instagram or social media, that's how you see him, and we get to talk to him directly, and we'll get into plenty of social stuff, I'm sure. AJ, how you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, just having a good time here in Philly. Uh, all right. Well, there you have it. That's Those are great phrases to hear. Folks, you know how this works. Hashtag Chatting Cage on Twitter. I'll read that. Use the MLB Fans app. If you can't get it live, comment. But most importantly, fire up a device. Get some FaceTime with the closer for the Marlins, AJ Ramos, like this fan right here in his living room. Love it. What's going on? What's your name? And what's your question for AJ? Hi, my name is Josh. And... Um... I'd like to ask AJ Ramos what the difference is between closing and being a mineral reaver. Hey, what's up, Josh? Uh, I mean, you would think it'd be the same because you got to get three outs uh, either way, but it's a little bit more pressure at the end of the game. I mean, the team fights hard all game and usually have the lead when you come in. So it's something you don't want to mess up for your team because they fought all game and you pitch one inning and uh, it's a pretty important inning and you don't want to mess it up. But uh, you take the same mentality as far as just going out there one pitch at a time. Because if sometimes if you think about the moment, it kind of gets bigger. So you just play just play the game. It's pretty much what you do. There you have it, folks. Just like that. Be like Josh. Get here in the show and save me from doing all the heavy lifting. I'm not really good at that. So you guys ask questions. <laughs> AJ's ready to go. I'm ready to go. Meanwhile, I'll go back to the MLB Fans app. Tons of questions out there. So I'm going to pick out ones that, I, you know, that just jump out to me. I like this one. goes back to the beginning. Lou I wants to know, AJ, who was your idol growing up? Growing up, uh, I loved watching Pedro Martinez pitch. Uh, he was—he's uh, not—he's not a very tall guy. He's my height, and he just went after people. He pitched like he was like a six-five. He wasn't scared of anybody. So growing up, I tried to emulate him as much as possible, and kind of—that was my my number going up in college and in high school was 45. Uh, because I wanted to be just like him. And uh, as someone that I love to watch, uh, obviously Mariano Rivera was also uh, one of my idols. Uh, those guys just on and off the field, they were uh, they were fun to watch, and uh, they always got the job done. So it's two people that I really loved to uh, loved to watch when I was younger. Uh, great pitchers, great guys indeed. Pedro and Mo, that is a good lineup right there if you can look up to somebody. That is uh, A.J. Ramos of the Marlins. I'm J.B. Fans get fired up. Join us like this fan. What's your name? Where you're from? What's your question for A.J.? Hi. Sean, I live from Miami originally, but I live in Lubbock now. And wanted to ask AJ about nice. his time and how he thought his time in college helped prep him for the majors versus a guy who just jumps to the jumps to the minors at high school. Well, especially you know being at Texas Tech, playing in the in the D one level, uh, you know it's uh, we played a lot of great teams. You had UT, you had all these teams that were had a lot of talent, so you had to learn how to pitch. And then throwing throwing to those metal bats uh, kind of made you learn how to really uh, throw different pitches. And I think that really helped me to be where I am now because, as you see, I'm a, I'm a closer that doesn't throw 100 miles an hour. You know, uh, I, I come at you with my stuff. I pitch to you. Uh, so I think being a starter in college and having to, you know, work around those big bats in college kind of helped me to, uh, you know, throw different pitches and, and, and not be afraid of any count and throw all, you know, throw every pitch. Uh, to the best of my ability. I think that's that was one of the things that helped me out a lot, uh, especially playing in Lubbock. Uh, I know you live there now. It's The wind blows out constantly. It's a hitter's ballpark. 
So if you had the ball up a little bit, it uh it got out pretty quick. So I think that helped me out a lot. <laughs> you learn you learn a lot in Lubbock, Texas at Texas Tech in terms of how to pitch to metal yeah. bats and avoid those Texas wins, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. That's AJ Ramos. I go back to social media, folks. Join us on the show. This is from Nikki Gianco. Uh, AJ, what have you learned, or what kind of effect has Fernando Rodney had on you and the bullpen since he's joined the squad? He's he's a he's a great teammate. Uh, he came in and he fit right into the chemistry. Uh, he keeps things really loose, uh, but at the same time. Whenever something, you know, you make a bad pitch, like for instance, in uh, when I was in Atlanta, uh, he had, he had just gotten to the team, and I blew the, I blew my first save of the season, and he came up and sat by me and talked to me. You know, he told me what what he thought about it. He said you made one bad pitch, and that was it. And he kind of helped me out. I'm always sitting by him and asking him, especially about his changeup, because he has probably the best changeup in the league, and uh, I want to make mine better as well. So I ask him little tips and things he. He does, and I, he's my catch partner, so we're always, uh, every time I throw a pitch or anything, he tells me when it's good or when it's bad, and, and I do the same thing with him. Uh, he just keeps it loose, though. You know, he, he understands that this is a game, but we're going to work hard and, and play play hard, but it's, at the same time, this is a game and to enjoy it. And uh, when you're around someone like that, it kind of puts things in perspective and maybe kind of, kind of like it evens you out because you don't want to be so so fired up or so uh, intense and serious that you forget to have fun because I mean I, I'm getting to do what well not many you know others get to do and I'm very blessed to be able to do it and I I, I now you know with him his perspective in it it makes me enjoy it that much more. Uh, well said and insight uh, from AJ on uh, hanging out and working with Fernando Rodney and seeing how teammates can support each other in that situation and uh, the all-star results show uh, that that's a good combination right there, AJ getting it done. Another fan steps into the cage with us. Yeah, big smile, love it. What's your name, where you're from? What's your question for AJ? <laughs> uh, hi, my name is Crystal. I'm from L.A. And I just wanted to ask, um, what would you do if you were not a baseball player, or what do you plan to do when you retire? Uh, let's see. Uh, well, initially when I went to college, my major was in psychology. So I... Uh, being with the sports aspect, uh, I wanted to be a sports psychologist. Uh, that's something that always interests me because a lot of the game is mental. Uh, a lot of times you get nervous or you get hype or whatever it is, it's all mental. It's all what you feel inside. So I think if I wasn't playing, I would probably would be in that field somewhere or coaching. Um, I think when I retire, I definitely maybe want to still go on that field because I'd have a lot of insight. Uh, there's a gnat flying around in my face. But uh, uh, I definitely have a, you know more insight as far as you know what it takes – you know, for the most part, to be a big leaguer and, and the grind that comes with it alongside with the mental aspect, too, that I would obviously go back to school to finish my degree in. Uh, but I think I'd be somewhere in that field. Uh, great question from the West Coast and Crystal. A really good answer there. And also excellent gnat wrangling by A.J. Ramos. This is all the man does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> you got to kind of make it you got to make it to a dance, you know, like you're like you're, you're kind of dancing or something. With the gnat. <laughs> I think uh, we're going to see a gif of this probably before the day's out. Uh, this is A.J. Ramos, another fan. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name, bud? Uh, where are you from? What's your question? Hi, my name is um, Dylan Drummy and I'm from Walton, Kentucky. Um, my um, question is for AJ, what is your go-to pitch to strike a guy out? Well, what's up, Dylan? Uh, let's see. It, it all depends on the night. Uh, sometimes it's my fastball. It's rarely my fastball, but sometimes it is. And uh, But most of the time it's my slider. Uh, 
But like I said, it, it varies from day to day. Sometimes my curveball is way better than my slider, and sometimes my change is way better than all my pitches. But whatever's working that day is what I'm going with. And even in the middle of an at-bat, it could change. I, I could be having a great slider, then all of a sudden throw a bad slider, and then go to a changeup, and my change is way better. So it's all about, I guess, uh, gauging your pitches and, and being able to uh, evaluate yourself on the mound. So... I think that's what makes me a little harder to hit because sometimes you don't you don't know what's coming. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of going out there <laughs> and, and throwing what feels the best. So uh, it makes it a little little tougher on the hitters. Uh, there you have it, folks. Maybe the biggest insight to big league pitching. Sometimes uh, you just don't know where it's going. <laughs> you, you just you just go with it. What you just throw it and see what happens. <laughs> I love it. That's, I'm getting a T-shirt that says that. Uh, it's now time for the EDJ question of the day. AJ, it's been a great year, great season. What was your favorite thing about going to the All-Star game? Probably my favorite thing is uh, seeing my family there. Uh, obviously, I would not be the person I am without them. I would not be here without them. Uh, for them to be able to experience something like that is is amazing. I mean, we sit there, you know, all my years and you know, growing up, watching the All-Star game, watching the Home Run Derby, and, and you know, me thinking, like, wishing to be there. And, uh, you know, my parents are always pushing me and saying that, you know, if you really want to be there, you can do it. And for me to be there and, and, and to, for them to be along, along for the ride with me uh, shows that not only my hard work paid off, but also theirs. I mean, they put a lot of work into me. Uh, you know, I wasn't the easiest kid to, to deal with, and, but they kept me in line, and, and they, uh, they really, uh, you know, pushed me to be here. And it's, it's just an amazing feeling to see them. Uh, so happy uh, on that uh, on that truck with me on the red carpet, and it was uh, it was this amazing feeling. Uh, excellently told, a beautiful moment there, and getting to see an insight of AJ what it was like to be in San Diego with the family, because everybody puts it in when somebody achieves success like this. Love hearing that. That's AJ Ramos. I'm JB. Your questions are lined up on Twitter and on the MLB Fans app. I'm gonna go to that right now. This is from Yada Mean Forty. Uh, can't wait to see this one. What inspired you to dress up <laughs> as mean. Dwayne Johnson? That was amazing. And folks, we should point out, it was the classic <laughs> rock photo with the turtleneck and the chain and the fanny pack. It was the gem of that one. What was the inspiration? <laughs> well, I always like to do something a little bit different for Halloween. I don't like dressing up as, uh, you know, everybody has like a theme. Like I think this year, I don't know, last year was like zombies or whatever it was. I didn't want to go with everyone else. So I always try to find something a little bit different. I know in the years past, I was Prince. I don't know if you've seen that one on my Instagram, but that was probably one of my better costumes. And then I was just scrolling through uh, the pictures on, on Google one time, right before Halloween, and I saw The Rock's outfit, and I said, well, I don't think anybody's going to be dressing up like this. So I went ahead, which was this is the hardest costume to find. I don't think anybody wears turtlenecks anymore or fanny packs. <laughs> so I, I had to search everywhere just to find those two those two things and uh so uh i put that on and i looked in the mirror and i realized that man i, I think i need to start lifting more because i was way skinnier <laughs> than what the rock looked like in his picture but uh, i definitely like to go you know go off the wall with my costumes and everything but it's it's all fun it's all fun i like to uh just do different things and just to kind of enjoy myself uh that's phenomenal and i think the, my favorite part may be the way you phrased it in your caption which is that turtlenecks and fanny packs may basically be extinct that's uh, things that have left. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I haven't seen anybody wear a fanny pack in a long time. I don't know. I don't know. What do you put in that thing? I don't know. I, I never knew <laughs> when they were in what people were putting in there. It wasn't like we had stuff to carry. That never made sense to me. Uh, yeah. 
I, I don't know. <laughs> so it's a secret. It's one of the best kept secrets in fashion is what's actually inside of that. We have another fan with us here in the cage. What's your name? <laughs> Where you're from? What is your question for the AJ Ramos? Hey, how's it going? Uh, my name's Jake. I'm out in El Segundo right now. My question for you, AJ, is uh, what inspired you to be a pitcher? And uh, what positions have you played before becoming a pitcher? Uh, well, I my positions I played everywhere. I played except catcher. That was the only position that I couldn't play. I I think uh, I wanted to. I tried playing catcher one time and just just to uh, throw out people at second base. But uh, I could I could barely catch the ball because I was blinking so much when the when the hitter was hitting. But uh, as far as what inspired me to be a pitcher, uh, I always had a, a pretty good arm since a young age. And uh, you know when you're when you're in little league and you have one of the better arms on the team, they're gonna put you to pitch. Uh, so once I started doing that, I started to realize, uh, you know, I liked it. And the more people I struck out, the more I liked pitching. So I think the strikeouts is what made me want to be a pitcher, just the feeling of of striking people out. So uh, I think that was the cool part. And obviously, I mean, like I said, I ha had a pretty decent arm. And then my dad uh, was always working with me on my mechanics to be a pitcher and and to uh, to become better at it so then it became like a uh, a goal to be a really good pitcher so it just kind of evolved into what it is now all right that's a great sight into both his pitching skills folks and the fact that catching is actually quite difficult just keeping your eyes open is it one of the great challenges it's, it's very <laughs> hard yeah yeah uh yeah. This, this the average i was more like a I was more like a goalie. <laughs> just <laughs> let it hit you and be like i'll get it back to you in a second uh, a fan has joined us <laughs> <Yeah>. again <laughs> what's your name where you're from what's your question for aj I'm Matthew from New Jersey, and I want to know what type of mentality do you have to have to become a pitcher? Well, uh, I mean, it's uh, you got to be mentally strong, uh, obviously, uh, because uh, pitching isn't easy. Uh, you got to be able to 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 analyze hitters, their swings, and 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 know really what's your what's best for you. Um, you got to know yourself because a lot of times when you see, like for me, for instance, I know that I'm not going to throw, you know, 98, 99 miles an hour. I'm not going to try to. I just stay within myself. Uh, it's evaluating yourself and uh, just knowing that, you know, all the work that you put in is, is going to, you know, help you in the end. It's just uh, it's kind of a mentality that to know that, uh, you know, that things are going to go bad and things are going to go good. It's just about being a level-headed person and going out there and attacking hitters the best way that you can and not trying to emulate other people, not try to, to do what other people are doing. Uh, just kind of staying within yourself and, and going from there. Uh, well said again in response to that question from Matthew in New Jersey. Fans, I want to thank you. A lot of you joined us here and tweeted at us and used the MLB Fans app. That was amazing. AJ, did you have a good time? Uh, that's always our goal here, really. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome to talk to the fans. I mean, I... I've seen these before, and I was like, that'd be cool to be on one of those. And now I'm here, and it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a pretty cool experience. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, the all-star thing was nice, but this chatting cage, that's where you want to be. We love that. Uh, that's A.J. Ramos. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's above, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, that is the A.J. Ramos. Check him out. Uh, Instagram's got lots of bonuses in there. You don't want to miss that. Uh, this is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. I'm JB. Fans, thank you, and we'll see you on the next one.